Hey everyone, this is Mukul and this is Swapnil. Welcome to Going Slow Podcast, where we discuss our product journeys and also have casual discussions around life, universe and everything in between. Hello, we are back. Hey, how's it going? All good man. We are on episode number two. bro <laughs> yeah, the episode one's traction was really good it was uh, definitely more than what we expected right yeah yeah we said we said we'll we'll do it we set an internal goal of 100 downloads right yeah if we have more than 100 then we'll do the second episode so, so yeah that that's really nice that we crossed that minimum threshold I think we started. I think more more than two hundred now. So, yeah, let's do the next one. Cool. So, yeah, tell me how's how's your week been? What have you been up to? It it's been good mostly. It was Diwali and post Diwali celebration. Mostly going to the relatives' place and uh, eating lot of junk food. but yeah work wise we are currently uh, trying exploring on building a brand for a pointo that is our long term goal so we have taken i would say first step towards that direction now we are thinking seriously how we can make it grow we are trying to consult with a marketing agency on how we should move forward to gain to absorb their experience and to learn from them how exactly they do things and i mean it's just a start but we are excited how it will work out basically how it will turn out in the future what about you nice how how is the week for you yeah pretty much similar back to hometown meet and greets happening i had something few days back have something tomorrow and i was working on on a side project today morning actually and just hoping to ship it out maybe by monday what's what's that side project so i call low lights it's like the opposite of highlights so we, we see a lot of highlights being shared on social media but uh, not we, we don't see the behind the scenes so i thought let's let me just collect the low lights at one place so that people can look at that and stop comparing that the that's what happens right when you just see successes on social media you start comparing your behind the scenes with their highlight reel so i thought let me just try to change that so yeah just i'm just now i just uh put up a scrappy mvp at at lowlights.life and uh, i'm just sort of trying to collect collect some data to put it there yeah oh that's really nice i think uh, it was one of the meetups of dx club too, right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah this is really nice i mean yeah that is like one of the biggest problem i have with twitter that it's extremely positive i i see sometimes that it's little bit toxic positivity kind of so like sharing all the good stuff removing all the bad stuff I haven't heard that toxic positivity 
that sounds <laughs> nice. I mean, basically, there are always good and bad sides, right? For example, when someone says with hundred percent confidence that this is the right way to go. So I sometimes feel it's not the right way to say. It's not right to say I'm hundred percent sure on it. Basically, you can't. You don't know other people's context. You don't know where are they in their life and what is the situation they are in. For example, if someone is suggesting on Twitter, I'm I'm not saying anyone has suggested, but it's just an example. But for example, if someone is saying that just quit your job, join or join a early stage startup, hustle, and then then only you will get to be a millionaire. So it might be true for them. It's not always like it will apply to all. That kind of hundred percent certainty, and also it's related a little bit. For example, sharing like a few people, like for example, they share low lights too, and that's really nice to see. but many people share extremely positive highlights and then you see then you feel like oh there might be something i might be doing wrong <laughs> that they don't have any low lights so that's really nice initiative where people share their low lights i guess i think it's around it's around it plays on the algorithm as well right when you share good news you get likes you get comments people congratulate you and all that and that that's how that content surfaces up more versus if you if you just put up on twitter that hey you know i i gained 5 kilos right i don't think you'll get that much engagement and uh, that just says it's survival of the fittest so the positive news sort of bubbles to the top because that is what most people engage with yeah makes sense like it's it's all according to the engagement but that engagement can be anything basically so so i mean can you elaborate on the low lights part like what were your low lights <laughs> okay so i put two on the website as of now so one is i i joined an accelerator last year but i failed to build a startup there and that was the time i really got disappointed i got sad and uh, it took me it took me a couple of months to get out of that phase and you start questioning yourself hey maybe you are not up to the mark or something else so that was a the time and then there was this one position at github that i was really passionate about and i applied there but i didn't even get an interview like my cv got rejected <laughs> and that sort of again sent me down a spiral that how bad is my work profile that i am not even eligible for an interview So yeah I think those were some of the low lights. Yeah I mean but I have one question on that on the first point during that phase it's really like think anything positive right because everything is going south so you think all the negative things you could find. So what was the one thing that made you like push that negativity out basically for example that made you think oh maybe it's not that bad maybe i can do it maybe i'll have to try again something like that maybe just to get out of that so what was that one thing that drive you that time hmm. so i i can't think of anything as of now incidentally what happened was at that time covid struck <laughs> so we had other things to focus on we had to get back to home 
safely and there were a lot of unknowns at that time so this was like early 2020 so yeah to be honest it, it was just purely chance that my mind got diverted due to some other things and when when covid sort of subsided i somehow had that positivity back again so yeah i don't have a good answer for you but that's what i'm trying to say the solution for one problem is another problem huh? yeah yeah <laughs> so do you want to talk about some of your some of your low lights yeah so i think the biggest low light was so when i graduated i joined samsung and within 5 months i quit samsung and joined a startup so that was a huge leap for me at least because within 5 months and i was just fresh graduate and i was totally in that hustle mode and when i was in samsung i was not into development i was into data science role or trying to be at least when i switched to a startup i switched roles to developer and there there i got the interest of building things and everything like building web apps and everything but it was totally new for me and it was extremely high paced obviously and in the starting i totally loved it but at one point i remember when things were not going well for the startup so people find people basically try to find who is to blame and all those things happen like when things are not going well in a startup it's a nightmare <laughs> uh, when cash cash is in negative and there is no cash flow people just try to blame and put it on someone or something like that happens but at that point of time they put me on a something like a performance improvement plan mm-hmm. and that was the lowest point <laughs> the mindset there for me was that i quit my very stable full time job and coming to a startup and working here that was the lowest point because there were like many thoughts going in my mind that when i i quit my full time job to work on a startup but i guess i'm not worthy so that kind of thought process started to kicking so i was uh, that was a little bit depressing in that way what should we do like should i go to a, like a stable company and work there only or maybe i'm not like cut out for this so that kind of thought process started to itch in so i would say that was like the lowest point i can only imagine man i think it's it's like you have an internal calibration of of your abilities and then someone else judges you gives you like an object gives you some calibration which does not match your thing and i think yeah, yeah no. i was mostly disappointed that i took that big leap and i'm not proving up to the mark for me like something like that i, I had in mind even though i'm trying my best it's no it was not i'm not trying even though i'm trying then what exactly is happening so something like that happened but i would say then once that phase passed it was lot better i would say sudan thanks for sharing i want to now move to a product journeys because that is what we have put in the show title that we discuss a product journey as well so how how are things going with pointo what are you planning what have you been brainstorming on lately yeah currently we we are trying to build an independent version of a pointo 
so uh, appointo is currently a shopify app it's specifically for shopify stores so we want to build like an appointment independent version where basically uh, you can use as appointment booking tool for your businesses for example if you have hair salon if you have yoga classes if you have any kind of one on one consultation that kind of scenario our goal is to not position ourselves as a competitor of calendar because we will not survive in that because there are way too many tools so we want to position it in a way that it will be targeted towards the small businesses and the way we are looking forward to have is through building brand step by step and second is basically submitting it to the other app store so we we are currently trying to submit it to hubspot app store and wix app store uh, we don't know because there is very less data like in for shopify apps there is like a lot of data available that how much traffic app gets like an estimate how much revenue they are driving so there is a lot of data in shopify app store but in other app store it's extremely low the data is not there so we are not sure actually that how much traction it will have but we are trying to push it to the app store and just see how it will work out so wix and hubspot we are, that that is the two area we are targeting right now hubspot has a very very difficult review process that is one of the thing which i really matlab uh, don't like in this part with the integration part the review process is generally very long and there are certain times certain requirements they put that it makes us like extremely hard to submit the app it was it happened to us with zoom integration too it took us around 1 and 1 and 1/2 months for our zoom app to get approved and i think for hubspot app there is a certain criteria which is very difficult for a beginner app to basically pass so we are currently stuck on that point that like how can we get that approved to the hubspot as for well? i'm curious as to like do apps on hubspot make more money than a similar app on shopify or uh, no it's just a different distribution channel i would say so what we did like for hubspot you would put it other, another way is hubspot distribution more than shopify i'm not sure okay that would be I- the best answer but i would say like for example how how we decided hubspot i'll tell you like the reason for selecting hubspot was like there is a calendly integration in hubspot and it has 10000 installs 10000 plus installs it it is basically visible there are there are like 10000 plus installs for calendly hubspot integration so there are two reasons for hubspot integration and calendly integration is like 15 dollar per team member so it's we want to enter into hubspot app store and we just wanted to capture like a very small audience like we don't want like 10000 we are happy with 100 and our pricing is lot friendlier than theirs and support is lot friendlier in terms of like hubspot app store app store the calendly app is not very highly rated it's 3.6 it's not very highly rated because their support is not available because it's a very big app yeah. <laughs> so the bigger the app the worse customer support they have so if you have like a small friendly app and you give like the good customer support so there is a possibility this is all hypothetical <laughs> but this is like a little bit of data driven that if there are 10000 installs for calendly 
there is a possibility that we might get 100 and mm-hmm. if out of 100 if some percentage gets converted then that's like a win for us because we just want a small chunk like small piece of the pie and it will just add up to our overall revenue and what's the number of calendly installs on shopify calendly does not have an integration with shopify that's oh. how we started oh. a point oh. <laughs> a point was a calendly integration with shopify you could connect your calendly account with shopify and basically a point was like a middle person who was enabling all those things but that idea did not work we had to build our own and the calendly integration did not work that much but but overall if calendly does not have anything on shopify and it, if it has something for hubspot then that sort of leads me to believe that we'll have a bigger market in hubspot because calendly has support there yeah so, yeah let's see, let's see how that goes but the intention and the use case for both HubSpot and um, Shopify is extremely, extremely different. It's like totally different. It's like apple and oranges. You cannot compare because uh, when you're sub- uh, like in HubSpot, it's like a CRM. So you're managing activities of your team member and everything. So for example, and it's a very, very good domain because if you prove your idea in HubSpot, then you can replicate it in Zoho. Then you can replicate it in there are like CRM market is like extremely. So the startup I was working on was a CRM. So we kind of got an, an experience during that startup time that the CRM market is extremely huge and it's like a team member based pricing. So if we could unlock it, then we could have like a small different distribution channel other than Shopify. So it's totally an hypothesis we are testing out whether we could uh, get traction whether we could get installs and everything but we are currently stuck on very very basic step it's like to getting that app approved and it's yeah, it's you have you talked about a bunch of things it's a SaaS ecosystem which i'm not super plugged in so i like that i am in touch with someone who is a SaaS expert <laughs> of sorts so whenever i want to get into this i can just reach out to you yeah definitely yeah, I mean, I would say currently it's mostly like a game and the game is getting hard because you have to build like a new distribution channel. And the thing is product part is something which is totally figurable, but the distribution is hard, like really, really hard. And yeah, I mean, it's it's something which we will see, I think, which will we will get to know in few if it works or not. But yeah, I mean, that is mostly it, I would say. We just want to get that app approved in HubSpot App Store. But uh, that is like a hurdle, major hurdle. And uh, we'll see now if that works. Yeah, man. All the best with that. And also, in the last chat, you touched upon something like some wooden engraving, some idea. Do you want to like quickly summarize for our listeners what was that? Oh, basically, yeah, I mean, basically. So that's like a fun idea <laughs> i would say we were not like extremely see we we just wanted to do as a side project 
so idea of like building a side project is like to make it self sustainable after some point of time for example if we are doing like a podcast now our expense is like for example 40 dollars if it is like sustainable if it is 40 dollars like if it is generating like 40 dollars at least then it becomes self sustainable and that's the best thing possible so what we wanted to do with side podcast uh, side project is we wanted to build like a small shopify store where we wanted to uh, basically target like uh, where we wanted to do a wooden engraving on coasters uh, and wooden plaque and it's a customized gift for some occasion so what do you mean by customize we just wanted to target a specific niche set of audience something like for example if you have playstation if you are playing dota if you are playing pubg all these games we just wanted to make it customized so that for example you will have the logo or some character imprinted on the wooden plaque and you will have your username below nice so that's like a gift for example you have a playstation so you will have ps logo and your ps username as as a wooden engraving on a wooden plaque so that was the idea and it was heavily inspired it is i i found this idea when i was scrolling twitter and i uh, saw laser tweets it's by uh, bear metrics founder josh pickford and i found that idea extremely extremely exciting it's like like not like a main project for him i guess and it's a side project which is very fun so what laser tweet does is uh, it just engraves the tweet on a wood wooden plank so it's i guess a different kind of excitement <laughs> and a different kind of project i would say so yeah i mean that was something we were thinking of uh, doing but there are certain challenges associated with it uh, which we which made it seems like it it's not the best thing for us to do right now the one being like getting that laser there are two ways to do laser engraving one is basically we get a laser engraver ourselves and second is basically we find some service which basically laser engrave wood and then we will ship it something like a drop shipping scenario like a drop shipping service yeah yeah and that's where we didn't want to do like basically that's like a headache if we want to do it we want like minimal efforts in world like if we have engraving machine ourselves we that would be the best but that is expensive so and it's not available in india huh give me like a ballpark ballpark figure so i, I so good machine starts from 70k Okay okay yeah and a very good machine i would say there is a there was a kickstarter project on a laser engraver which is very famous it's called glowforge and it has like ranges like glowforge pro glowforge basic glowforge plus something like that not in that order <laughs> something like that so it is something it starts from 2000 3000 and then it ta- it is $3000 and i think it's around you will have to import it so you will have to pay custom tax and custom charge and everything well, so i got to talk there this is already out of side budget project yeah. <laughs> side project budget <laughs> yeah. yeah it goes back to something that you touched upon a few minutes back which is product is figure out table but you need distribution so yeah. i think the same applies here wherein the graving and all and where to get it from that is figure out table if you have 100 users ready to buy that 
Yeah, yeah. That's why we wanted to do something like a pre-order thing. Actually, I mean, even though I'm saying that we wanted to buy a laser engraver, we wanted to do a pre-order thing where we basically just built like pump content. Like for example, it, you can do a good programmatic essay on this. Like for example, if you have uh, by programmatic SEO, I mean you can create like programmatically very large number of content. Like for example, if you see Zapier, whenever you say that if you want to integrate or connect app A and B, whatever, you will always see Zapier's link at first because they have generated like so many content for every possible combination. Yeah. So we wanted to target. So our goal was just to target something like uh, gift, food, or glass or ceramic for like Dota or PUBG or any other games or like Instagram photo or Spotify audio on wood. Like if you have like Spotify song, you can print it on a wood and it is you can give it as a gift. So that is also like a very nice niche gift. So we just wanted to target that customized gift area where you can have your name and all those things added to it. And then initially we just wanted to put it as pre-order and then basically if that works, then we'll do all these things. But issue with that is even if we, if we got somehow the pre-order, then we don't know how to print. <laughs> but you can always drop ship, right? Yeah, but that's like a headache. Like uh, we don't want to go that way because it's not our main thing. It's like managing people and everything. It's like get, getting out of comfort zone for something. <laughs> I mean, it's, it it becomes like a business then, like uh, and takes the fun out of it. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's what matters anyway. So if you're not yeah. having fun, then maybe, uh, maybe you can just put out put out a landing page to see what kind of feedback you get and you don't need to do pre-order things just capture interest you can capture leads and based on that you can take a call i'm just putting you on this spot here but i think uh, i understand the operation operational nightmare of it but there, yeah i mean there is one more thing i would say one thing i realized that it might lock me up in a position like it in a place basically sorry not position like in a place uh, like for example i'll have to be at the place where printer is or something like that so huh? that is also one thing it's like if you want to travel then and if there is certain work involved and something then it might be harder to do that in that scenario so the landing page i think is a good but yeah i mean we couldn't figure out the next part because we didn't want to drop ship that so uh, we always have some hard rules on us that we don't want to do it like this way that way that uh, so this was a hard rule for us that uh, we don't want to drop ship and it was just a fun idea which escalated to this much research <laughs> yeah. so i think that since you have put in so much research effort i think it deserves it maybe maybe it deserves a closure up to you but i would i would sort of push you key just put it out there and see the interest and that would give you a clear indication like it, it, it would be an easy hell yeah or no decision if you get let's say 100 500 interests then maybe you can hire someone to do do, do that but versus if you only get let's say five leads then it's, it's a no for sure that makes sense no, that's a totally i think safest way to venture i would say into it but yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
landing pages <laughs> yeah yeah definitely this is like i mean yeah i mean this is totally agree like uh, instead of pre order we can do one step or even further just subscribe mailing list and something like that yeah get notified when it launches yeah that's true too. maybe subscribe to get like 20% off of of your first order as a much makes sense yeah am i might, i think i might do i'm definitely going to do it sometime later because there's something like stick in your head and they stay there and after some time then they jump back it's like that like i wanted to do it like 7 8 months back mm-hmm. when i saw that laser tweets yeah i think i also saw it on product hunt it was pretty cool the the mock ups of I that think it's very it's, it's i think it generate after like one year it generating i think him uh, 2000 to 3000 per month nice that's pretty really nice <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the dream for us yeah definitely and i think it's a, i mean it comes to that point but it's self sustainable that whatever the printer's cost was or whatever the production cost is it basically is that much and it basically after that it's profit right anyways what about you i think it was mostly about like one one sided discussion no i think we discussed we discussed low lights and then we discussed uh product journey so yeah. what what about you like what are you thinking on next on rocket careers so so we have our next cohort cohort 4 starting on monday so last week was just preparing like just the logistical things just to get the new cohort in we we have setting up new discord channels setting up feedback flows for for the students and uh, yeah just preparing for for the inaugural session on monday so it was mostly like i'm sort of always anxious for the first session and then once that is done i'm like yeah after that it goes on autopilot <laughs> so like every cohort like how long it like it's there basically it's for 4 weeks we spent 2 weeks on polishing projects and then 2 weeks for interview preparation hmm. so in terms of like scaling <laughs> do you plan to like so do you plan to keep it like small niche or do you plan to increase the number by each cohort with each cohort you're planning to like increase the increase the scale or yeah i think this the current cohort is is more than double the size of the last one so oh. we are sort of now and and the next cohort whenever we do it we, we don't know when we do it but whenever we do it we'll again try to increase it we were trying to figure out what is that point where we break and now we haven't hit it yet i i have some concern that we might hit it during this one but uh, yeah we'll we'll try to sort of push for making things go well this in this cohort and then uh, again try to increase the size next cohort because at one point we thought of doing it every month but then that gets really boring <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, we don't get enough time to then plan for the next things brainstorm on new ideas so right now what we are thinking is after this cohort ends we will just take some time for some experiments we have in mind we're thinking can we expand to other verticals in hiring the coming months so we will we'll do maybe some closed pocs some experiments 
with with just a handful of people will try to get them we'll, we'll see malo i don't want to talk about those experiments right now but we have some in mind and we'll try to run them and if it goes well maybe you'll see a new vertical a few months down the line that's really cool got it so basically a new vertical and scaling batch to the certain level that's like the goal yep that's really good yeah i mean it's like increasing the time i would say right like <laughs> wow you you're sort of just like analogies <laughs> between services and saas <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a word i learned few months back <laughs> it's super interesting so do we close it now yeah yeah we'll i'll just repeat what i said last time so yeah. if you liked it folks tag us on twitter our handle is going slow pod if you didn't like us dm us and let us know we would love to know what you would like to hear more of and yeah 